Hello. Hi. Welcome to Living the Dream with Topper Basco. And I have a very special guest this time. It's Veronica Studnicka, the president of the Palis Area Chamber of Commerce. Veronica, how are you? Hanging in there, having fun. Yeah, Thanks. having fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're the president of the chamber. How long have you been president? Since March, March of 2021. March of 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, the name of the podcast is Living the Dream, so I'm sure you're living the dream being the president of the chamber. Uh, not so much, but going towards the dream, aiming for the dream, aiming, but right. I do have the dream team. Okay. I do have the dream team when it comes to the board. Wow. All right. Well, dreaming something, right? It's not right. Living the dream, working with the dream team. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the chamber, uh, it's pretty simple when it says Palos Orleans. So Palos Heights, Palos Park. Um, pretty much too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got people probably from around other towns that participate or get involved as well, right? Yeah, we have members from Mokina, Oaklawn, Evergreen Park, the surrounding suburbs, which is great. Mm -hmm. Now, you yourself, what do you do for a living? I know the chamber could be looked at as a full-time job, but I'm sure you have a regular job as well. What, what do you do for a living? So I'm in the nonprofit sector. I work at Bethany Christian Services. I'm the office manager and grant writer. Um, so basically, I just make sure my social workers have everything that they need to go out into the field and support families that need additional guidance on how to avoid having DCFS, you know, pull their children from their home or what have you, or helping a young girl who faces unexpected pregnancy and help her walk through that process. Um, and I do the grant writing for that branch. And that's pretty much what I do. I also have like my own grant writing consult co consulting company. It's just me where I secure um, contracts with other nonprofits and help them secure funding as well. well. That's awesome. It sounds like you do some really nice work. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's lovely. Um, I don't charge a ridiculous amount of money because, you know, money is tight, but at the end of the day, it's all rewarding, and as long as I can secure them the funds that they need to keep, you know, providing the services that they want to offer, that's 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 what I'm in it for. Well, that's awesome. Well, congrats on your nice work and what you do. So thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah. Now, uh, for those people who are listening, uh, when it comes to a local chamber of commerce. I'm sure there's a lot of benefits in why someone should join and, of course, get active. Um, why don't you talk about that? Why should a local business person, and we're going to talk about Payless in a minute, but in general, why should a business person join a chamber of commerce? What do you think? You know, I love that question. The first thing that comes to mind is the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, where you have the main character, and at the end of the movie, you have all of his neighbors coming to assist him, right? They're all throwing money at him and his family. They're there to support him. That says there was a strong sense of community. People knew him. People trusted him. Um, and so when you join the Chamber of Commerce, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're delving into this community pool, right? You're engaging with other business owners. There's the opportunity to um, exchange ideas and challenges that you're having in a similar business field or different business field. And through that discussion, you come up with an idea or both of you come up with an idea, right? 
um, and you benefit from that. Um, you may find a business partner there, or it's an opportunity to give back to the community, you know, to sponsor an event. Um, you can either keep it very professional or you can develop long lasting friendships only because your engagement with the chamber has been for years and you start knowing the people, the regular contributors and what have you, and you've established a, a friendship with them, you know? Um, and a prime example of that is Ed Dombrowski of Palos Heights. He was a longtime chamber member, loving person. He radiated love. And now we have community uh, members asking us, when are you going to have a memorial for him? I mean, he's still remembered, even though he passed away a few months ago. So that those are, those are many benefits, right? So there's a business aspect. There's a social aspect. Um, there's a community aspect of it. And you want to be able to shape the culture within the area where you do your business. Either you, you know, you could either also live where you're doing your business, right? But you want to be the influencer. You don't want to be the person who just sitting on the sideline where things are happening in your community and you're just observing it and not liking it. You can be engaged and try to shift that culture into a culture that, but that most interests you and better um, benefits your own business. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like what you said about the business and the social. <clears throat> you can develop personal friendships and relationships that, you know, that's beneficial. And a lot of people are in like, you know, similar situations. They're running a small business, so you have a lot of things to relate with. And the other thing I think what's really cool about a chamber is the branding aspect. <clears throat> I mean, you can go out and buy advertising all over the place and you hope that somebody sees it or calls you. But with being a member of the chamber and getting involved, the amount of branding you get for yourself and your business is almost priceless because it's just like your name is out there in front of a bunch of people and a lot of other business people. Mm -hmm. that, that has a lot of value. And I don't hear really many people talk about that. Do you know what I mean? Right. There are a lot of people with uh, beautiful charisma, right? Very appealing personalities, or they may be introverts, extroverts, but that's your brand. And once you're engaging with other business owners, they get to know who Todd is. And then once they know who Todd is and what, you know, what is he, what is he, um, what does he sell? He sells mortgages and they get to know Todd and then they're, they're, they're comfortable with Todd because, you know, this mortgage stuff is kind of like really, really private stuff, but um, you are more comfortable to do business with the individual because you know them, and then you're more likely to recommend them to within your circle. So if that's just one person and you're influencing their recommendation within their own circle, you have so much potential there of getting more um, referrals from that pool of people. Where else are you going to get that? Right. I mean, I agree with you. It's You don't hear people really talk about it, and I don't think you could put a price on it, but to be yourself, get involved, put some effort behind the group. Your name's going to be everywhere. And I agree with you. If they start working with you and you do a good job, not only are you going to do business with that person or other people in the chamber, it's going to like blossom into other people and other referrals. And I don't know. It's just great. The chamber, the ch whole chamber idea, I think is awesome. And I hope that people understand the value in it. And some people do, or some people don't. And it's not something that used to be cool years ago. I think it's cool now because 
especially in light of everything going on with the internet and 800 numbers and all this and that for whatever you want to look to buy. When it's all said and done, I think people would rather buy from people than they would an 800 number or a website. And that's what the chamber does. It connects people. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I, another important role that the chamber plays, I don't know how active it is in this aspect. It's the political piece, right? For example, during the pandemic, you still had Target, Walmart, Jules, these large 1-800 number type of, you know, corporations, they could still be open. But for some reason, vitamin shops from mom and pop shops had to be closed. Well, the chamber is there and they need to, you know, find out from their local politicians and be the voice for the businesses and say, excuse me, what's going on? Can you explain your logic? Can you explain the reasoning for this? Right. Um, so I, I love that piece, too. You know, um, we haven't had the opportunity to activate that button yet but if you know if we do i i would be so for it um so let's say a particular bill is down coming down the pipeline and it's going to negatively affect small business owners well you know we need to be informed about that and that's why we have a legislative committee and we need to inform the business owners assess their they're, you know, what do they think about this? Are they for it or generally against it? And do they want us to advocate on their behalf? And if they want us to advocate them, then we become the pit bulls for our small businesses. We, we, we watch out for their interests because if we're not doing that as a chamber, who is? One voice of one business owner is not going to do it. A group. And then if all chambers kind of collaborate together on a movement, then you've got a significant uh, power to leverage. And you can call out your politicians and say, you're going in this direction, which generally hurts the small businesses. We need to renegotiate this decision you're making. I love it. Yeah. Power comes in numbers, right? So right. the chamber needs to work as a group and be able to work things with local officials or county or state. Um, but also keep the members informed of what's going on. There could be talk or discussion on things, like you said, that could negatively impact a local business. And it's nice to know it up front before something happens. <laughs> I'd rather be proactive than reactive, right? So Exactly, exactly. So there's multiple facets that the chamber can play. It's the business helping the business owner connect with other people. It's the social aspect of it. It's giving back to the community, but it's also watching out for the, you know, for the business owners when it comes to protecting their, their, their importance in the community. I mean, just take into account the number of jobs that they create, you know, and the money is, it, it, they hire local and there are people who live local and it comes back into the community. So that money is staying in. It's, that's what you want. You want a healthy economic, a microeconomic, um, you know, system going on. And it can only happen with the support of the chamber. I love it. Awesome. Well, I can see why you're president. So no, anyway, um, why don't we dive into the actual chamber that you're a president of? You know, we've talked now about generalities and why a chamber. Let's talk about the Payless Area Chamber of Commerce. Um, my notes say, was it formed in 1949? Is that correct? Yeah, 1949. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a long time ago. Um, so it's been around since 1949. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty amazing. And why don't you give a little overview of what the Payless Chamber is and kind of the state of the state? And then maybe we could talk about some things that are going to be happening or coming up with the chamber. How's that sound? 
Sure. So the chamber um, has 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 had its high moments and its low moments and high moments and low moments, kind of like with the economy, right? Um, and um, it's still here, though. Regardless of what challenges the chamber faced, we're still here 2021. And it's here to stay as well. Um, so presently, we have a couple of board members. Most of them are business owners within the Payless Heights community. Other ones work for companies outside of Payless Heights, but they live in Payless Heights. Um, and others just work in Payless Heights. So it's, it's a diverse group of people, which I like because I, it's really important to have different um, different perspectives. You, they'll allow you to see things that you would normally see. Um, so we have, let's see, some events coming up as well. We have a Lunch and Learn where we partner with Trinity Christian College, which is right in Payless Heights. And they have a Fusion 59 program, which is a group of senior student, students who are majoring in uh, business and marketing. And they advise small businesses and nonprofits on how to market their, their, um, their business or their, their school or what have you. Um, so that should be interesting, you know. So basically, we're just eager to partner with other small groups within the community. I'm reaching out to the Knights of Columbus. You know, I reached out to a guy named Steve. He heads it. I reached out to Officer Mathis, the community police liaison person. So we want to connect with a variety of different groups within the community because that's where you have your synergy. That's where you have your innovation. That's where you have you know, really great ideas come about that definitely benefits the community and in, in turn, the small businesses. We have um, a major health and business expo coming up in August 28th. We're going to honor our first responders. You know, they put so much on the line on a daily basis. And we're going to seek major corporate sponsors. Um, one of the police officers are going to offer a mental health session on the stage that we have where, where the event's going to take place. And another uh, individual from the fire department is going to offer a safety um, talk. And we anticipate, um, I don't know, maybe 200, perhaps 300 people to come through that um, venue. So we're eager to, uh, you know, get our brand out there, the Chambers brand, and let everybody know that we're here and letting everyone know that we want to partner with them. So if there's an um, organization that we're not aware of, that we're not working with, I want to know who they are. I just reached out to Toastmasters. So Friday at 10 o'clock, I'm set to meet with the president of that group and to see how we can work together because they offer professional development, public speaking, and a variety of skills. And I would love to have them perhaps offer a lunch and learn, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. And we have golf outing, which you can talk about. Yeah, we do. So uh, I am on the board with Veronica. I'm currently the secretary of the chamber. I'm very excited to be involved. Um, love the Payless Chamber. It's amazing. And we do. We have a great golf outing coming up on September 23rd, 2021 at Payless Country Club. Um, Sales and reservations have been going great. Uh, it's nice to see that we're done with the pandemic and people want to sign up and come to an event and interact with other people. And um, very excited that we're doing great on sponsorship sales. We have golf reservations and it's going to be at a great venue, great location. And that's going to be on September 23rd. So if you're listening prior to that date, I suggest that you get a hold of us and get your reservation in for a fun day of golf, food, drink, and networking with 
all your local business people in and around the Payless area. So kind of excited about that. Um, what do you think about moving forward? As we, believe it or not, we're embarking on the second half of the year already. And we got to start thinking about next year because that's what groups do, right? So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Veronica, what do you think about next year moving forward for the chamber? What do you see happening next year in 2022? Well, next year, my term will come to an end. And then Vanessa Poppy, who's been on the board for several years and really committed to the community and loves the chamber as well, uh, will be the president. And then you'll be the vice president. So I'm hoping that by then, you know, we'll revise our bylaws and have a strategic plan for the next five years that can be shared with the community leaders, have them input as well and, you know, our partners as well and have it posted on our website and to be more transparent with all our chamber members in the community. Because if we allow for transparency, then they can comment and that's, that commenting is, is part of their engagement. So clearly people took an interest and they want to they have a, an opinion on a matter. So that's, that's, I think that's a positive. And then people can see, you know, where are the, the needs of the chamber? And then they can, if there's an interest on their part, they can actually, you know, address that particular need. They won't know it if we're not transparent about what, what our needs are. So, but I will leave that to Vanessa and yourself <laughs> to move forward. And you guys might have some other fantastic ideas that I'd never even considered. No, you, you've been wonderful and the chamber's lucky to have you. Um, I think as I continue to work with you and the rest of the world, I wanna work and continue to grow the membership I think that's mm -hmm. important and mm -hmm. have bigger, better events because, you know, like we said at the beginning of the conversation, it's about networking and meeting and branding yourself, meeting other people, creating business and friendships. And I think if we continue to bring and attract new members, that's good. But if we have cool events that people want to come to that instead of sitting in their office or putting something on Facebook, you're engaging with someone face-to-face, -face, I think it's much better for business. And I think by having good events, that's gonna get people mm -hmm. out. And when we have engagement among the members, I think mm -hmm. it's good for business. So that's kind of what I'm thinking, but who knows, right? The, if we had a crystal ball and could predict everything, we'd be multimillionaires. But <laughs> I, I, I think, I, I will say this, I think we're going in the right direction with everything that's, mm -hmm in light of what happened in the world and where we're going for a local mm -hmm. chamber. I think it's doing well and we're on the path to a lot of success. So, yeah, I mean, our social media uh, interaction with community people is, is if that's an indication that we're on the right direction, I, I think that's, that would show that we are because there's a higher degree of engagement. You know, they're liking our page, they're following our page, they're asking questions and I, uh, I think if we could use that as a temperature, we're, we're, we're doing really well. And there's a lot more work to do, no doubt. But I'm, I'm encouraged by all of that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't easy, right? We're mm -hmm. coming out of the pandemic. I mean, there wasn't nothing going on. And the fact that we've got all this stuff going on and planned and we got people buying tickets and sponsoring and it's awesome. I, you know, it could always be worse, right? But I think we're doing really well. Yeah, um, I yeah, so for people who are listening that want to get more information, I think the best thing would be to go to the website, 
which is palisareachamber.org. Mm-hmm. Palisareachamber.org. Um, if they want to get a hold of you, what's the easiest way if they had a question about the or any of the events you uh, talked about? Yeah, so if they want to ask me some more questions and get involved, they would just have to email me at info at palisareachamber.org. Info at palisareachamber.org. Awesome. And if you are listening and you want to become part of the golf outing, whether a golfer, sponsor, come to the dinner, whatever, it's real simple. You can go onto the website again, and there's a link for the golf outing. Um, and again, that's September 23rd at Palis Country Club. Vanessa, or Veronica, Vanessa is going to be the next president. We're going to have to get her on the next one. Um, mm-hmm. We'd lo- would love to hear from her on what her plans are for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we can get a couple other people also, members, to talk about their experience with the chamber. We could do that next time. I think that'd be fun. Um, but do you have anything else you'd like to add before we kind of wrap up our first podcast talking about the Payless Area Chamber of Commerce? Uh, no, I just want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk and to share my vision and um, to share the important role that the chamber plays. I know that a lot of people don't really consider the importance of it. They don't think about it. But when you think about the revenue staying within the community and job creation, chambers play a very significant role. They do. And uh, the local businesses drive the economy. And it's nice to see all the things going on in pay restaurants and places to go and things to do mm-hmm. it's awesome it's awesome i think it's just going to continue to get better because it's such a great area so yeah i agree cool well thank you appreciate it uh you're awesome thanks for being on the podcast um that was veronica Spadnicka, the president of the Payless area chamber of commerce i am todd probasco your host of living the dream uh thanks for listening and uh we'll catch you next time take care have a good day